I'm Kevin O'Coin. And I'm Brian Ackley. This is Life in the Rough, the podcast. Episode 45. Woo! Awesome. Another great week. Another great week. All weeks are great, Brian. All weeks are Actually, there's going to be a week coming up soon that's not going to be a great week because it's just going to be too cold or too inclement of weather or the courses will close. Yeah. That week is fast approaching. Yeah, there's definitely going to be weeks that aren't great approaching but at least we're going to be getting involved in you know some virtual golf you you've got your league starting um i'm gonna get no one started that i said started didn't i you said starting oh my my bad um you got yours that has started um i'm gonna be getting one into one into december um i'm i still am hopeful for you know a couple more weekends of some golf um I have a sick, sick round planned for this upcoming weekend. Um, this oh, is- so do I. I'm curious to hear what you have to say, though. So what? I am playing Hudson National Golf Club, which is like a quarter million dollar initiation fee. Like I, this is we're pulling some strings to get out on the course. The Life in the Rough team has pulled some strings. Um, you... It, gotta be shelling out some busy cards out there brother dude i'm gonna leave one on every hole and what's sad though is the caddy is probably gonna like pick it up because like they don't want any garbage on the course like i'll put one somewhere and he'll like go pick it up and dude it's gonna be wild you ever play courses like that and you feel like there's almost employees like hiding in the woods or just like hiding somewhere and anytime a group goes through a hole they like run by and like fix everything and then like they run away and hide. So I actually did feel that way once I played a course in in the Dominican Republic and the the course wasn't even that nice. Um because you were booking it through the resort, it still cost you like $200 to play, but the course itself I didn't think was anything great. Granted, the courses in the area might not have um, been great in comparison, but I swear to God, it, it, I, you know, I had a caddy and every ball that I hit into the woods, it bounced back out um, right in the middle of the fairway. And he kept saying like, Oh, the monkeys, the monkeys throwing the ball. And I was like, dude, are there monkeys in the Dominican? Like, first of all, <laughs> that was my first question. Cause I didn't, I don't, I don't know if there are monkeys in the Dominican, but my second, the, in my head, I was like, after it happened three times, Kev, I was like, I think somebody's in there throwing balls out because it was yeah. my ball. But like, I, I just found it hard to believe that like I hit that one perfect tree every time on that one angle, the, the ball came out granted. I think mm. it's kind of silly to think that maybe somebody is hanging out in the woods, throwing balls back out into the fairway. And but- it just happens to be yours with imagine- the tree scuff on yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> Cause imagine if it fails. Right. So they, I smash one into the woods, the guy, you know, whoever is in the woods waiting to pick up the ball and throw it back out. He misses his angle and he hits the tree again. And I'm like, well, that was a late bounce. <laughs> and then you just hear a guy be like, ow, like it's himself in the head. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know, but I um definitely got off track a little bit there. But I think I definitely had thought that there were people hiding in the woods um at when I was playing the Dominican because my ball kept popping out. Um, but dude, I'm excited to play this. I was watching some YouTube videos about people that played here. Like cell phones aren't allowed on the course. So a lot like, of places like that are so like, like that I've already looked into like $450, like spy glasses. So I'll be able to like record and like use this for content on the podcast. I mean, that sounds like a good investment business expense at the very least. My wife's pregnant. Nobody it's a write off. 
Yeah, exactly. I can write it off. Whatever. You don't even know what a write-off is. You write it off. You, write, you just write it off. It's You don't write it on. You, it's the opposite. So, um, super excited to to play that this weekend. We'll be playing that with Jack, uh, his dad, and then uh, one of Jack's buddies. So, really looking forward to that. It's Dude, the videos I've seen, it's just pristine. I mean, I you know, what I think I gathered, though, Kev, I don't think you get to ride. I think you have to walk the course probably if you have to take a caddy yeah oh yeah yeah i feel like a lot of those places take a caddy take... like i'm gonna ride him like no i'm like do you have to have a cat i don't know what else do you, what, <laughs> yeah, what, what I... you use brian what would you use if i had to do you have a caddy with me do you need you to say? use a caddy i mean i guess but I, I don't think that was that egregious of a word okay and uh, we should probably uh miriam webster that egregious term before we post this because i don't even know if that was right um but that's awesome man i'm truly jealous of you that's gonna be a sick sick time i'm sure it's nice courses like that like the membership is so low that that place hardly gets played and also with what the initiation fee is it's only the uber rich that are members there and a lot of them probably don't even live there full time and by now they're not even up here right yeah you know what i mean yeah so it opened in 2000 uh, no in 1996 um, okay and like so it's not even that old um designed by tom fazio cool i mean you're gonna be looking over overlooking the hudson you're gonna be overlooking some of new york you're gonna be whew, i'm gonna have goosebumps i'm gonna be taking that I'm, I'm gonna hey caddy come here real quick what do you need a granola no no just just hold on look the other way yeah I was going to say no phone on the course is going to be a problem for you. You're a big picture guy. So uh, I, I appreciate you saying picture guy and not a big phone guy. Cause I'm definitely not someone who uses his phone um, for telecommunication purposes, but yeah, no, I, I definitely like to take photos and videos of, of people. And yeah, like, wait, and on wish- the course you mean? Yeah. <laughs> just in general, I thought you meant like. Oh just yeah, in no, sorry. I don't I thought, really I use my phone connected. for like telecommunication. No, on the sorry, camera. I thought that uh, I thought that connected, but no, you are right. I mean, for the most part, it's just a very expensive camera. Um, but the, I'm gonna I'm gonna be bummed out about. But what I'm gonna do, Kev, and I, I'm gonna be try to be very subtle about this because I don't, you know, being in a pristine private place, you don't want to show up in like loudmouth golf pants or something like that. I don't want to just start pitching the podcast, but you know that some business cards are going to fly out of my wallet. At least six of them. When I bring out my, whatever I am taking out of my wallet, it will be playing for free, but anytime I need to, um, the cards will, they'll be out there. And I'm going to ask like, guys, do you mind? We, we host a very successful golf podcast available on Amazon, Spotify, and Apple music every Thursday morning. And we would love to just do a little, you know, video documentation of the course and let everybody know about it. And then they'll probably say, no, your listeners can't afford it. And we don't give a shit if they know what it looks like. And then they keep it pretty tight. Are you playing with a member? No, a member's getting us out. Oh, interesting. I mean, if you're not playing, I bet. I wonder if the caddies probably keep it pretty tight as far as like making sure people don't have their phones on the course. Because like, yeah, and I'm there's a lot respective. of places like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I mean, but you also want to get some some nice pictures. Yeah, yeah I mean, well, so what? I I have to grab my. I got a pregnant wife at home. You know, I got to grab my phone at, real quick. Also, uh, maybe. I, hey, listen, guy, I got to play some bets. I mean, I won't be doing that, but like, yeah, that's an easy way to say you need to grab your phone. What if you get a hole in one? 
Yeah. Like they're going to say, nope, get your phone out. You're not going to document this. All right. Well, you know what? I haven't tipped you yet. Keep that in mind. Mm. Oh, mm. I didn't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy, but uh, it's, it's, it's what a dick. What no. a dick. I don't want to be that guy, but I will be that guy if you make me. So no, no, no. Uh, Close so your I, eyes for a second. Take a long blink while I take a picture here. Yeah. So I'm pumped about that. What, where are you playing this coming weekend? And by the way, that'll be the 25th course that I've played this year. That's bringing it in. I, I was hoping to get to 25. So sick. Um, I played a new course this past weekend, and I'm also going to be playing two additional new courses this coming week. Or one for sure, one's tentative, but I am, uh, we're going up to Maine. Abby Kay and Marshall are getting married on Saturday. Yeah, they are. So the guys are playing golf Friday morning. Um, and I actually have a work thing like way out in Western New York on Wednesday. I'm staying over, then I have to drive home Thursday. Um, I drive right past Turning Stone, the casino in Western New York, and they have three like wicked nice courses apparently. So I'm going to try to play one of those on my way home. Nice. Dude, that's. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm excited. So the course we're playing in Maine, Cape Arun- Marshall actually just texted me like 30 minutes ago telling me the name of the course and I looked it up really quick. And the second hit was just like this. I looked up like best public courses in Maine kind of thing. It was number one on golf.com's list. Wow. That's, that's a good, that, 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 that's the number you want. Yeah. I, and I was all, I'm like, oh, fuck, this is gonna be expensive as shit. hundred bucks. I mean, that's, that's not a cheap round of golf, but like, if it's like the most expensive or the nicest yeah. public course in a state, you thought, I don't know, maybe it's fucking 150, 200 or something like yeah. that. You know, I'll probably have to tip my caddy at least that much. I'm so, yeah. You probably will. <laughs> <laughs> you probably will. I, I have no idea what proper caddy. I have you ever taken a caddy? I have. And let me tell you, I failed the proper caddy, uh, caddy etiquette. I, or at least based on his, his, the look on his face. Um, yeah. I book through the resort and they don't mention anything about caddies. So this was in the Dominican. And this also happened to me in St. Lucia, but I knew by then that what the deal was. So I was, I, I was prepared. Um, but in the Dominican, I had never experienced this before. So it was my first time golfing at a, at a course where they required caddies and they, they, nobody brings this shit up. Nobody does. And then on the 18th hole, they're they're just like can i you know can i wipe down on your clubs and i was like well i mean they're not that dirty I, but okay and they're like can i wipe your shoes and like it just kept asking and i'm like no like my taxi's over here and he's like tip me and i already had a good 20 bucks to tip him ready to go but i saw what was happening with the other kid that was in my group he was like yo i gave him 40 bucks and he said that wasn't enough and i was like all right all right, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we each throw in? We'll make it like 150 bucks between the two of us because we didn't bring cash, like a a ton of cash. We're on, it's a, I don't know. Maybe this is ignorance on my part and maybe I should be ashamed of my behavior. I did correct this action going forward uh, as I knew this, but yeah, no, I felt, I felt bad. Um, So between the two caddies, we, you know, they only got 80 bucks a piece. But hold on, let me, and maybe this is wrong, but 80 bucks in the Dominican. I was in the Dominican. That's a, that's a ton pretty of money. good fucking tip, right? Like, I, yeah, you do that twice a day. That's 160 bucks I, a day. And they probably work five days a week. Like that's pretty good money. 
is it um this is probably an ignorant question too is it different currency in the dominican well cash is king everyone takes cash american cash yes yes everyone takes u.s cash but um the dominican republic may have their own currency i don't know okay i'm pretty sure um i think it's bermuda like bermuda has its own currency but they also take american dollars and they're like one-to-one so (laughs) it's like what's the point Um, i guess if you're not coming from america that's probably the point but um the peso the dominican peso is the official currency of the dominican republic interesting it's good to know in case i ever find myself in the dominican there you go um so you've taken a caddy twice uh three uh yes yes twice um, but, uh, and, and the other time, well, actually, no, three times. Cause I played twice on my honeymoon. Um, it was, so every time though, it was on a course that we rode and like the caddy, like hopped in the cart with me and I didn't love that. I was like, well, I, that's weird. Yeah. yeah I didn't love that. One the, the first time I'd ever played, I was with just another buddy. So me and him were in the cart. Our caddy was just like, Oh, I'll just sit in between you. So there were like three of us. We're like, you can hop on the back, dude. This, Kev, it was the strangest thing. You would think they would just let the caddy grab a cart. And this, this also went into us being like, wait a minute. How much should we really be tipping these guys? Like they rode in our cart. They did. I don't know. It was extreme. It was extreme. That's weird. Because I feel like a lot of, I, mean, I shouldn't say that. Like a portion of what the caddy does is like they carry your bag and your clubs and stuff. But like. Obviously, they're helping you with like telling you where to hit the ball and you're like putting and shit like that. But like, and that's weird. If, if like you have to take a cart, but then you also have to take a caddy, it's just a weird dynamic. It seems like. Yeah, and I will say though the um the green reading was unbelievably helpful. Like that's what I. That's like the number one thing it, I hear people that play with caddies. It, it was crazy. Like I had one putts that I shouldn't have been able to make, and I was like, "Thanks, man. Thank you." No, no, I shanked an eight iron. I was like, eight iron, huh?" like it was his fault jesus Um, that's cool i'd love to play with the caddy i don't know when or where i I make it to have that experience but i'm looking forward to the first time i do that's all right we'll we'll make it happen one way or another um hell yeah so yeah so listen guys that's what we have to look forward to why don't we give you a little insight of what happened this past week but Mm. just so you know we do have some exciting things coming up in the next few weeks Kevin and I are going to be getting to some interesting golf and uh, we're excited to talk about it. So Kev, you played more than I did. I only got out in a shamble. It was a blast. It was for the Colchester youth athletics. They was over at uh, Blackledge. It, there was a ton of groups, a ton of group. I mean, I thought this was going to be a six hour round. It actually moved pretty well for a scramble. Um, I think it was close to 40 something groups um wow yeah we were 11b we started on 11b so it wasn't great having to start and then watch people play and then we're just still sitting there hanging out but did see some people i knew they talked up the podcast everyone was super excited about it we got some great photos um and you know it was a charity went to a went to a good cause spoiler alert we didn't win but we were not expected to go in there and win it. We we weren't. My, um, but we had fun. We, John won some raffles. John ended up winning a shit ton of raffles. I left after I ate the dinner because I didn't get into any raffles. Had to go home. But 
if you're a raffle winner, if you don't win closer to the pin or you're not involved in the overall state, listen, you, you end up a winner either way. That's a victory, man. That's awesome. I, I love the, uh, the picture up on the Instagram right now, John on top of the cart. So we could get over the hill and get you a, he, a number to the flag. He wanted the correct read. I, I said, John, why don't I just go up and, and take a look and we can, you know, just I'll, I'll laser the, the flag and then I'll laser you. He's like, no, I got it. And he just hops up on that shit. Like he's a spider monkey, Spider-Man just up on top of the golf cart, reading numbers. And I was like, okay, I'll take it. What was the number? I don't remember. Um, he was able to get it from the top of the oh yeah oh yeah that's awesome that's so cool Um, i would never think to even try to do that there were so many times so we were using his rangefinder um i'm in the market for a new rangefinder but we're using his rangefinder you can use mine i know i had it but i didn't use it um (laughs) and he kept saying to me because i have my golf watch he's like what's the number i was like john why don't you fucking tell me i got front middle back i'll tell you that every time but when we're when we're trying to hit sticks here, this is your job. There's four holes that you have one job to do. All right. <laughs> From the T box. Like I did he ask you? I, I don't know. I do that though. Like um Nelly, one of the pats that I play with, he has like a range or not a range finder. He has like a sky caddy. And the other pat and I have range finders. So like I'll turn to him sometimes and be like, oh, what is it to the front edge or what is it to like the back edge? So like I Depending on and where I'm the pin is, I know that. what I have to cover, or like not go past, you know? And I'm good with that, Kev, and that makes complete sense. But you guys aren't playing on a team. This number is being shared with the group. This, <laughs> the, the, Me just saying, ah, oh, you know, it's about 106 to the middle. Well, all right, well, we're not going off 106. We need to know where the fucking flag is. Like, yeah. We, we're trying to throw a dart. Trying to throw darts. There was uh, – yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, my cousin, um, he doesn't really play golf that much. He played great. I will say though, took him a couple holes to get warmed up, but he played great for someone who like, didn't really know the last time he golfed Uh, my uncle. He's in his, he's about 70 years old. He's out there. He should be hitting from the senior citizen tees. He's hitting from the same tees we are. Cause he's like, no, fuck that. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, uncle John. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Two John Ackley's. Oh yeah. John, uh, John is the fourth and John, uh, Edward Ackley is his son and he's the fifth. Jeez. There's a lot of, yeah. What heritage? I, well, you know, proud of it. Proud of it. Those John Ackley's they're a heritage breed. Yeah. Well, I'm a Um, so. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Whatever you say, man. All right. Um, so I got my first week in, uh, simulator golf i'm not really going to talk about it but i shot uh i shot one over and i had a quintuple bogey <laughs> that tells you it worked it worked that video game you're gonna get did you come close on any skins or anything like that or we didn't no, no skins game there was only like six people that showed up it's so early and it's like you can drop in as you want so there was only a few people playing one of the guys that worked there also plays in the league like he was literally like work in the bar and like going to hit a shot when it was his turn to hit kind of thing. But it was literally just me and one other dude on our bay. Um, Cause there wasn't that many people there, but um, yeah, my Quinn, it, it was, I don't know. It was kind of weird, but um, it was a good time. I hold out from like 80 yards for a birdie. <laughs> love that. Gotta love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that was that nothing really to talk about, but I played, uh, I played two 18s 
this weekend. I played, I didn't play Town of Colony either time. I went up to uh, Van Patten, which is like 15, 20 minutes away from me to play on Saturday morning, um, which it was my second time playing there. So give me one second. I'm just going to pull up my, my little uh, trusty scorecard here, Brett. I'm going to talk to you about my round. Um, so let me tell you this. So I'm playing Saturday morning and on Friday, like starting at six o'clock and until probably three or four in the morning, it was just fucking pouring. And I'm all night. I'm like, it's going to be so fucking wet at this place. Cause it's kind of like, it's kind of in not wetlands, but it's like lower, uh, I don't know. Grade? What would you call that? Marshlands? No, like low, like it's close to sea level. Yeah, there you go. It's close to sea level. I don't know. Um, so we <laughs> we get to one. One's just like this super elevated tea box that just goes down into like the valley, and it's just you just see puddles in the fairway. Oh, didn't matter. I didn't even hit the fairway, so fuck it. Who cares? Um, but missed the fairway. I hit my approach shot a little bit short and it lands and it just like huge splash. Like I, I thought my oh. ball was going to be six inches underwater. Um, anyway, I chip on two putt for par. Um, and then I go on a run of four straight pars. Um, fairway green, all of them. Um, I'm hitting driver extremely well on this day. Um, Love it. And that's why I am playing well. So I am one over through five. And then I go on a string of bogeys. I bogey a par three. Um, I missed the green and then didn't get up and down. And then I I bogeyed a par four that I, it's like a short par four. I took three iron and three iron went like through the fairway kind of thing. So it kind of, I rolled into the rough, but it was really wet. And I was basically on like a, it would have been hard pan, but because it was so wet, it was just like this mushy mud. Fatted it, then uh, made bogey, and then I bogeyed another par three. So on this par three, it's like a bunker that guards the front of the green, and you can't see the bottom of the pin. And I was directly in line with the flag. Mm-hmm. Pat and I thought I made a hole in one. Like we're walking up there, we don't see the ball can't find it i'm like holy shit i start running up to the green i'm like i think it's in the hole i start running up to the green it's not in the hole i turn around i'm like three yards short of the green sitting in the rough between the bunker and the green dude i like went to hit my chip and my heart was still like my heart started racing because i thought i had made a hole in one um but it was uh it was wicked windy this day I don't know why I said it like that. It was wicked windy on you that day. You do that a lot. You, I know. You, I, our listeners are going to pick up on that too. On this day. On this day. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm fucking. I'm telling a story like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yeah. On this day. And refrain. Um, so yeah, I fucking, I hit a, hit a bad chip. I leave myself like eight feet. Don't make the putt. So I make a bogey. Um, and then I par nine, which is a par five that I should have birdied at the very least i had it was a par five i bombed my drive i had 165 into the hole on a par five wow and i how long how long's the hole 475 wow all right that's how i i piped it and landed it on a down slope um but i just pulled my approach shot and then chip hit a good chip i was like eight feet it was kind of a swinger didn't make it par 
anyway, make the turn. I par another par five, par, par four, and then I make a birdie on a par four. Uh, I hit the green, and then I made like a 25-foot putt for birdie, which felt great. Um, and then I go par, par, bogey, bogey, and then another birdie. So I am currently four over going into 18. So if I par 18, I shoot 76. If I birdie 18, I shoot 75, which would be the best round of my life. Um, and I actually knew this on the tee box of 17. I was like, I have to birdie both of these holes. And I just hit like a 12 foot putt on 17 and make birdie. Um, so 18 is this weird par five. It's long and uphill. There's a creek that runs across the hole at like, it's like 250 to carry it. So normally I would probably hit like, I don't know, like a three iron short of it, then hit like lay up and hit it, hit a third shot. But I was like, you know what? I need to try to make birdie here. Cause at this point, like I'm going to have a good round anyway. I'm just trying to have the best round of my life. So I pulled driver. I've been hitting driver great all day and line up down the right side to hit like my normal draw. And I just kind of hit like a little baby fade hits the tree next to the creek and kicks into the creek. So, yeah. So my, uh, my birdie dreams were squandered. Squandered. I um, have to lay up from there and I ended up making bogey. So um, not too bad. I actually missed my par putt. It was like a 20 foot downhill putt that just lipped out. I almost made it to still shoot 76, but I shot 77. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing Nothing wrong wrong with that that at all. Dude. Another, another round in the seventies into the handicap. Um, so that felt really good. I was, I was, I was playing really well. I was, um, I was hitting good putts. I was, like I said, I was driving the ball incredibly well. Um, like, I don't, like there was a couple of drives that I hit that I was like, I was impressed with myself kind of thing. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that felt great. Um, Van Patten, I will be back. Uh, I think last time I played there, I shot pretty well too. So that was a good time. Um, do you want me to roll into my Sunday round too, or do you that, have? Well, I I'll tell you. Talk about? I, I can. Well, geez, well, what do you 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 played you played a shamble this weekend? You didn't even you, nothing else. Well, we have a golf podcast, Brian. Yeah, I understand that. Uh, we took. We're gonna get an argument on air. Yeah, no, it's cool. I'll I'll t- I'll, I'll get into what took place on Sunday. Um, so Saturday I Saturday I golfed. Um, obviously we we talked about it. No time to get into. Oh, it didn't pick Did it up. Did you see me grab it? Yeah, I saw you grab it, and I was waiting for stop. you to crack it, but it just <laughs> didn't it, it didn't pop in the microphone. But anyways, that was Kev cracking another. You know what? Hold on one second. There we go. Ooh, that cracked so, right in the microphone. Sunday, uh, Saturday, we got out golfing. Like we said, there were no there's no golf anymore after work, unfortunately. Um but so Saturday was the tournament. Um, and I'm going to talk about that in a second. Sunday, we took uh, maternity photos out in uh, Massachusetts. Beautiful. What part of Massachusetts? Uh, we went uh, where the photos we were taking specifically were in Paxton. Um, it, we got we took 84 East, um, got off the exit uh, that uh, the GPS said. I was like, all right, where to now, Courtney? She said, well, in 29 minutes, we'll be there. I said, 29 minutes off the highway. All right. Are you implying something regarding back roads? 
lot of back roads. So anyways, we, um, we meet up with Courtney's friend, Lauren, who is a godsend. Uh, she's a photographer. So she was, uh, you know, willing to take our photos, uh, more Courtney than I, I was, I was in a few though. Um, and we went to this one place. Uh, you don't really a, have the belly for the maternity photos. Unfortunately, uh, I tried to, I tried on one, I tried to make ours touch, but anyways, um, this real quick guys i swear to god the story's quick so we stop at this place um we park the car i look all around and i see no trespassing signs it's a reservoir um but not fenced off or anything it just says like no trespassing um and there is a parking area so i'm sure people park there read whatever because there's water you know beautiful foliage yada 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 so we go and take some photos and we're there about a half hour taking photos people are driving by it's only a 30 mile an hour speed limit around the road all of a sudden we hear whoop whoop gosh damn somebody pulls our and it, it was a some sort of um you know emergency vehicle pulls into where we're pulled in it was reservoir security and he took down all of our light. He, he's like, I'm going to need identification just for insurance purposes. You know, in case you come back here five times this month, we'll have a real problem. You're those kind of trespassers. I was like, all right, bro, listen, I got a podcast. We're going we're gonna, to, it's not that big of a deal. You don't have a gun. You have a whistle. Um, so anyways, uh, that's what I was doing Sunday. And that's why I wasn't able to golf. So um, Saturday was the golf tournament. And actually, let me stop there. You have anything you want to talk about my trespassing? Any? And I, I just, I, I can say one thing and it's no comment. Yeah, no. <laughs> it just, I mean, like, did, did, uh, what was her name? Lauren? Did she, has she taken photos here before? Like, is she? No, and she's a professional photographer. So she was saying like, I, how bad she would have felt if she like took a client there and this and that. And I was like, no, you're good. Don't worry about it. I think this was free. We're going to be fine. Unless I get an invoice. Um, no, just kidding. But Kev, just because we have the live feature for me to be able to show you, let me just give you a quick picture of um, Reservoir Officer Bowen. Oh, he looks. What are those? What is he playing? Right field with those sunglasses? Yeah. Do those I, flip up? Dude, I think they do. I think they flipped up. Um, what happens when the lights turn on? What are you going to do? You got to take those off. His Where are you going to put them? His pants don't match his shirt. They're obviously from two different sets. It's it, it, well, it, I don't know. I, it doesn't matter. Moving on. So the golf tournament Saturday was great. Great turnout. Uh, saw a couple buddies. Um, saw some people that have golfed with at other golf courses. Saw some people that I'd got paired up with with at Blackledge. They saw the life in the rough. They loved the logo. Every par three that we went to, they had a closest to the pin set up. Every time um all the girls were like oh my god oh my god oh my god it's amazing and i was like i know um here's a card and listen there was a lot of positive feedback gave out a lot of cards um we had a decent amount of i'd call them mom ages you know around my mom's age um on the final par three and they were like oh my husband's gonna love this they're gonna love this so i handed out some cards We're, we're expecting some orders and uh no, it was a good time. So playing the tournament, I actually played very well. Um, it was a shamble. Nice. Yes. So um, what that was meaning was everyone teed off. You took the best tee shot and then everyone played the rest of the hole from the second shot that they're hitting from the best tee shot selected. Okay. So 
my uncle kept score. Um, I would say we used my tee shot more than 50% of the time. Um, John, John definitely, um, helped. He piped some balls, but I kept it in play. Um, yeah. John um, hits his driver a long way. No, he certainly does. Certainly does. There were just a couple that got away from him. And I mean, you know, he had the balls. That's what happened to him a long way. Yeah. He also, he's got, he had the beer balls to stand up on the back of a golf cart. You know, I, I, you can tell where that uh, may have been going. So I'm smelling what you're stepping in. Yeah. So John had me at a, like a 77, 78. He said, he said, um, from me playing, cause you still have to play out your own shot. I had three birdies on my own, like my T shot, my approach. Like, wow. well, we use my T shot and then I birdie the hole. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dude, I was playing well. I was playing very well. Uh, we shot two under as a team. Um, nice. we bogeyed the first hole. Which I mean, it we put we got started on the longest hole on on the golf course. Hole number eleven on Anderson Glen is a is a long par four uphill. Um, it, it was very difficult, especially in a in a shamble because you know you have all different skill levels. You know, on this hole, perfectly perfect example. My uncle isn't able to get there in two. Right now. Even from taking RT shot, you know, it just, it's a, it's a longer hole. So, oh um, yeah, it's, it's, it's long if it was a flat hole and it's uphill. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Um, surrounded by bunkers, the green is, um, so we bogeyed the first hole, but, uh, part of the second got a birdie on the third, we or not third, but the 12th on the 13th, we got a birdie. So we, we got back into play, but. Honestly, the the winning team was uh was six under. I, oh. I it we we came in fourth. Um, I wasn't I wasn't displeased with with our effort whatsoever. I mean, we had some good shots. I personally, I thought I played very very well. I was I was hitting a lot of, you know, four to seven foot putts. Um, oh, that's nice. It, <laughs> that it, makes a big difference in the yeah. game. Well, sure, for sure. Um, yeah, it it, it it also feels good when like you're the uh, the one scoring for the team. Oh, love like that. It, yeah, even if it's you, like scramble if they if you use your shot, you're like yeah, we're using my shot. Of course we are. Yeah. I feel good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, did lose two life in the rough golf balls. Um, not sure how. Neither of them were out of bounds. Um, but this time of year, the leaves are dropping and marketing and, baby, and, and they do yeah and i and that's what john said to me too he's like free marketing i was like yeah it's also free fucking revenue when these guys sell that ball for two dollars in the pro shop in the same box with the pro v1s because they're not putting that shit in the same box with the callaway fucking diablos and the chrome softs no Mm-mm. these are high class quality golf balls baby you see that logo and you're you're like oh shit these guys mean business Hell yeah, we do. Hell yeah, we do. Well, that's awesome, man. I'm glad you had fun at the uh, the shamble. I yeah, like no. a nice shamble, dude. It was a good time. I was definitely nervous going into it. Like we we played in a shamble at at um at Watertown. No, so let's no, we take. Didn't. No, we played in best ball. Sorry, best ball. Oh, so best ball. We even more difficult than than a shamble. Yeah, and we shot ten under. 
nine under doesn't matter it was eight doesn't, under but either it, way it we doesn't should, matter we well. it just gives yeah. you an idea of how difficult it is when you're just taking one person's score you're hoping for birdies you can't have yeah. bogeys i uh, we had a couple bogeys but it was what it was no one was getting mad at anybody oh i do have to tell this one one quick story so we're on we're in the rough obviously life in the rough playing my mm. golf ball and we noticed the rubber sole of a shoe of a golf shoe like in the rough and we're like what the fuck this is so strange yeah I'm like that's a weird place to lose it um and we're like that guy must be pissed so we whatever naturally continue uh we hit our balls and i fucking stuck one so close i birdie the hole for the team and as we're on the next tee box my cousin tommy is like he slips while he's hitting his tee shot and he looks he's like shit i i've lost the soul of my shoe and me and john are like yo we got it we got your soul don't you worry we'll come back we'll get it for you i've got it on video we will post that to the instagram um but did you have some gorilla glue on you too just no we didn't have it um on us i did have obviously an extra pair of golf shoes in the cart uh, or in the car in my car but we were near the turn uh he said he was fine he was just gonna wear his shoe without the the front on it and uh thank you for specifying in the car and not the cart because you are as previously mentioned you are the guy that might bring an extra pair of shoes in the cart with them just in case the juju's not working might want to turn them at the turn i don't know you never know maybe maybe your feet got wet maybe you got to put on a dry pair i think um i should probably start doing this because it's like playing early early in the morning gets kind of wet i think having an extra pair of socks in the bag isn't a bad play i well kev we've discussed this before and i'm not going to talk down upon your your shoes because your shoes are sick but the shoes i have are completely waterproof oh my new foot joys are completely waterproof i'll like walk through what are we talking about socks for that if they're water oh oh my white my i have another pair of new balances that are oh yeah okay yes yes okay all right yeah yeah i feel you if you're wearing mesh shoes, you got to have a backup pair. Uh, I, I, and I would, I would even go one further and say backup pair of shoes. Cause if your shoes are wet and then you just take off your wet socks and put on fresh socks, those socks are just going to get wet again. Cause the mesh in the shoes are already wet. That's science people. That's science. You can't, you can't triple stamp a double stamp Lloyd. <laughs> Lloyd, Lloyd. I feel like I'm running at an incredible rate. <laughs> anyway. Anything else on your shamble? Um, no, I don't think so. No. Oh, actually, John Ackley's calling me right now, but I'm not going to pick that up. But I'll let him know that he interrupted the podcast in one way or another while we're. Well, talking. we'll just leave this in because he'll know. Yep. He's a listener. Oh, sure. He better is. be. Um, awesome. Hey, John. Um, this guy. Let me tell you how dedicated he is as Ackley. He came over before we went to the golf course, picked up his wood splitter, and then we drive to the golf course. You don't see anybody else bringing their wood splitter to the golf course. That's that. That's a that. That's somebody who splits wood. John's a good dude. John's a great teammate. Great oh, guy yeah. to have on your team. Oh, he adds value. Listen, he's been on two first place winning teams. I'm saying that makes three of us. I I know. It, so we understand that we are the common denominator. Hmm. Jack, Jack and Brian are going to have to have a, a battle to the death. Well, we can, we can just say, I mean, we can say, I don't want to be rude and 
hopefully Jack doesn't hear this before we play on Saturday because my invite might get revoked, but yeah, he's replaceable. I mean, I'm sorry. Like if you're not going to be around, you're replaceable. We, we, we've got the core three, every big three. Look at every sport. I'm sorry. It doesn't go in force. The salary cap doesn't allowed for it and john is already on a discount because he's family like it's the only way we can even make it work for him that's true so this all we're saying all this to say we're holding open tryouts for our fourth in upcoming tournaments you can send us an email at life in the rough podcast at gmail.com if you're interested in being involved let us know guys if you want to win if you want to be this a actually this is actually isn't a bet we should have like a life in the rough open and just have the winner be our fourth <laughs> on all future tournament Dude, teams. That would be sick. Just imagine hosting a tournament just to compete to be our on our squad. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh my god, that'd be great. Oh, I actually now this this remind me, and I'm sorry to. This is somewhat relatable because we won the tournament of the Easter Seals. We received a letter um this past weekend or this past week um before this episode from the uh, director of the Easter Seals program. They were thanking us for our contribution, helping promote the tournament. It was the biggest turnout they have ever had. They raised over $75,000 to support Connecticut people locally. Such a great cause. We thank you guys so much for the support, helping us promote this and for the support, you know, turning out in the tournament i hope you didn't lose as much money as we almost did in that putting competition that that guy tried to sucker us into for a 32 inch television but it was so much fun and we can't wait to get out there next year so we wanted to just once again say next year guys listen if here's a prime opportunity if you think you could take on the life in the rough boys let's see it Show up Let's to Watertown. You ain't going to get there any other way. It's private, baby. We can't go back to back unless we go back. So we will be there. Oh, yeah. Ain't scared. I'm not scared of the thing. No. So if you're a god, homie. Anyway, so you want me to tell you about my round on Sunday? And I'm Brian Ackley, and this has been Life in the Rough, the pie. <laughs> yeah, you guys go, next week. <laughs> let's go, Kev. Let's hear it. All right. So I um I made a tea time for myself on Sunday because um, oh, I love that. Love one of the that. Pats, one of the Pats, as mentioned, in Hawaii for work, and the other Pat was like going to his parents or something. He's like, he texted me on Thursday. He's like, hey, just so you know, I'm not around Sunday. Make Hawaii? your own tea time if you want to play. Hawaii for work. Yeah, I didn't even he does like travel to Hawaii right now. I thought they were like, did, I, I don't know. He told me he was going to Hawaii. I'm like, that's sick. He's like, yeah, I'm going for work. It's gonna suck. I'm like, all right, whatever. I didn't think um, we would get there because of COVID. I thought that they were still. I mean, super- I, I don't it's know. A fucking island, bro. It's not. I mean, but it's still in the United States. You can travel wherever you want within the United States. Well, yeah, but there's a lot of places in the United States I wouldn't want to travel. Baltimore. Well, yeah, but you could say that without COVID. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. True. Huge homeless population in Hawaii too. Just fun fact, guys. Saw that. So I played on Sunday morning. (laughs) (laughs) I um. So yeah, Thursday, Pat texts me. He's like, "Hey, heads up, just so you know, I'm not around. So if you're gonna make a tea time, you gotta make one for yourself." I'm like, "All right, cool. Thanks for the heads up." So I go. I'm like, you know what? I want to play somewhere I haven't played before. 
Um, so I find a tea time at 8 a.m. There's one slot remaining at Saratoga Spa Golf Course. Um, there's like this Saratoga Spa State Park up in Saratoga Springs, and they have a golf course on it. Actually, they have two. They have a nine-hole course, or a, uh, excuse me, a par three course as well. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to shoot up there, get paired up with uh, a threesome. It is Jung, June, and Paul. Um, I hope good you get cards. Of course. Um, Jung was like a six handicap. He was super, he was not playing well. He was super frustrated all day. Um, and then Paul was like another good player. And then June was, um, I think he might've been like 70 years old, but he was walking with a push cart. Like I had so much yeah. respect for this guy. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Um, but they were a good time. They were fun to play with. But um, so first time at the course, um, I meet them on the first tee and I'm like, where are you guys going to play? Like, I kind of wanted to play the blue tees. Cause like, I always play the whites with the pats. Like I'd like to play something a little bit longer or whatever. And I first talked to Paul. He was like, Oh, I think we're going to play the whites or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then Jung walks over. He's like, Oh, we're playing the whites. I thought we were going to play the blues. So I look at him. I'm like, I'll play the blues with you. Okay. And he was like, Oh no. And like the older guy was oh, going to play the whites. On you. No, no, no. The older guy was going to play the whites. He's like, the three of us will play the blues. I'm like, okay, cool. There it is. So this first hole is just a like a 70 degree dog leg right 440 yard hole. It's 8 a.m. on a Saturday. It's 45 degrees out. I haven't swung my club and I just have to hit gotta get a, swing a, stick. a great drive just to get around the corner. Um I fucking pipe one right down the middle. I still have 195 in. This course is long. I'm playing from the blues. It's 67 72 just so, just a hair under 6800 so you're it's going a long course what driver five iron it was cold so i pulled a four iron i respect that even more yeah um that's what i would hit i wouldn't i wouldn't win five i'd go yeah my five irons like my 190 I'd actually my 400 hybrid my, yeah my four irons right around 200 usually um but it was it was also a front pin so it, I, I don't know it, i was just like i was trying to get something up there Wait, there was bunkers the distance, right and left. Does the distance not matter with, when it's front, middle, or back? I didn't have my rangefinder. I'm working off of an app. Meanwhile, oh, what app? It's oh, cold no. as fuck, dude. It's cold as fuck. I get three holes in and I get a notification on my phone. You're at 20% battery. So I'm like, fuck. No. I turn my app off and I'm playing this entire round. I'm just like looking at the 150 and kind of oh, determining how shit. far I am. If there's one of them near me, I'll ask them for a number. I probably asked one of them for a number three times all day. Can I, and I, I feel you on not having a rangefinder. I have to bring this up because I don't think I brought, brought it up before. I called you when you left your rangefinder. Yeah. I did not feel like turning around. Yeah, but you didn't let me know for 10 minutes. We're literally standing in the parking lot. And then like 10 minutes later, you're like, yo, I'm not going to turn around. And we're all just standing there like, oh, my, oh. I, I didn't realize you were going to be waiting. I was like, <laughs> dude, I was on the way I go. I take like this one long back road. That's like basically all the way to the highway. Yo, I and I was that. like trying to find a place to turn around and I was like kept going. I'm like fuck man, like I'm not going to be able to turn around. Whatever. But you, I, gave you know, up. fuck you. I don't even care about your feelings. No, but you gave up and then you're like no, nah, I don't need it. Oh yeah, I should probably tell him that I'm not coming back. I- <laughs> well, that's basically what happened. I kind I was like I was like yeah, I'm not going to turn. I'm like I should probably tell him. All sitting at the car and I was just like, "Oh guys, he's not coming back." They're like, 
wait why did it take him so long to figure that out i was like oh don't you don't you even start you know you know beverages you know who made that comment i made the comment of guys we can go back inside he's not coming and yes of course we're having a bevy by you were having bevy babies i didn't complain about it and i'm not saying who was but you sound like you're complaining about it right now. You know who was. Well, no, I just thought it was interesting because I didn't bring it up before, and I thought that was perfect podcast content. That no, that's good. Just... That's good. No, I, res- I, I, yeah, that was it was an asshole move. I should have told you right away. I should have told you when you called me. That I'm like, yeah, I'm just not coming. Yeah, because <laughs> I didn't want to. I was like, oh, fuck, man. Like I'm like, I have like an hour and forty five minute drive ahead of me. I just want to fucking get home. I don't want to turn around and basically add twenty minutes on because I was already ten minutes away. No, I hear you. I hear you um anyway so i'm at my ball in the middle of the fairway that i um hit on one take four iron and i basically just like top it put it to maybe 80 yards and then i stick one to eight feet and actually no i I was probably more like five feet i had a great shot and i um just dead pulled my putt missed it so i made bogey Mm. but i should have made bogey based off my second shot um second hole i um part three i leave my hit a great shot like i said it was cold like it was at this point that i realized i need to start clubbing up because it was so cold um i was just short of the green i lip out my chip so i have a tap in par i then get to three which is a long par five um and i just like top my driver i hit it like 100 yards you've done that before yeah dude all miss all day uh on sun on this day all day on sunday i could just not hit my driver and it was so frustrating because the day before i was just piping the ball like i would just step up to the ball and rip it and today or that on uh sunday i just couldn't fucking figure it out and i have no idea why and what hole are we on right now three Okay, please. I hope this isn't the case, but knowing you, did you did you bag the driver and go three iron? Fuck no. Thank I kept, God. I kept trying to rip Kevin it. Is back. Dude, so the thing is, is like I was not hitting it well at all, but I wasn't necessarily getting punished for it. So I um so I I duff this drive. Um I then get I go up and there's a water hazard. Um maybe like I don't know. I had like 300 to clear the water hazard or whatever. So I just hit a five iron to get it up there. So I go driver five iron. And then I have a three iron into this green. I have like 195. It's an uphill elevated green and I have the water. So I'm like, I'm not fucking around. I'm just going to rip three iron. Hit a great three iron to the middle of the green. Two putt for par. Of course you did. So I'm like, all right, I'll take that. Like I got myself out of trouble there. Um, next hole, hit the fairway, hit the green, but it's, it's a tough pin location. I three putt for a bogey, um, five. I hit another terrible drive. It's just like a look, like everything's coming out super low and slicing. I don't really know what's going on, but it's not going way offline. It stayed in play, hit another great three iron to the front of the green. And I almost chip in again, lip out, tap in par. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm one over through four, but I'm just scrambling like i'm not playing well i'm not hitting the ball well so i'm like i don't know what's happening here um five is a par four i or i'm sorry i'm on six now six is a par five 
hit another bad drive. Good second shot, good approach shot, but I go over the back of the green. I almost chip in again, tap in par. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know what's Easy. happening. Easy. Another bad, poorly struck drive that hits the middle of the fairway. Great approach shot. Don't make the putt. Two putt par. I then make a double on a par three. Um, I left, I fatted my um, tee shot and my chip, and then I three putted. So that's how that went. So I was really pissed. Like I wasn't, I was playing poorly, but scoring really yeah. well. Yeah, so I'm I, like, I fuck it. man. Like I knew it was going to catch up to me kind of thing, but I'm like, I really didn't need a double. Like I, I had a, like a pretty good, uh, pretty good front going. And then I bogey nine because I just duffed my second shot and I, my par putt 30 feet hits the flagstick, bounces out. And it wasn't going that fast. Like I, I thought it was going to drop like the entire time. Um, so I'm three over on the last two holes. I shoot a 41. Um, I then turn. And I started playing a little bit better. Par 10. I bogeyed 11. It was a 220 yard par three that I. Um, Damn, that's long. That's long. I missed the green, didn't get up and down. On a windy day, I might use a driver. Dude, yeah, it, it was a long – I hit a – like, I hit a great three-iron, and I was short. And normally my three-iron is like a 215 club, and I was five yards short of the green. Um, and then par 12, par 13, par 14, bogey 15, which is a par three. So I, I'm four over through – the four par threes and I'm not happy about it. Um, I then par 16, par 17, and I have to make par on 18 to break 80. And I just hook my drive out of bounds three off the tee, three off the tee and make par from there. So I had a double bogey on 18 to shoot an 81. Oh, yeah, sorry. I, I I played the hole as it should have been no, played I, after I, my OB right. shot. Yep, yep, yeah, yep, yep. No, I I got you. Damn, that sucks, dude. That that was another round for you in the fucking seventies. Yeah. It, so this is an eighty-one. I have two rounds in the seventies that aren't being counted, but the eighty-one is being counted because this was a harder course. Like the course rating for this, it was a par seventy-two, and I think it was close to seventy-three. What the course rating was. Yep. Um, so I think there's the differential those, was lower. Are those 78s at town and colony? Yeah. And I play from the whites there usually. So the differential is a little bit lower. Yeah. That wasn't like shitting on. I was just, I was curious where the, the 78s came from. Oh yeah. Uh, I, you know what? I don't know for sure. I think they probably are, but, um, yeah, it's like a 78 and a 79 that aren't counted, but this 81 counts. Um, but I was really pissed. Cause like, like, I just got to make a fucking par, and I was playing well on the back. I got started to figure the driver out a little bit. I was hitting some fucking awesome iron shots, and I was putting really well, but none of my, like, like if I would have a long birdie putt, I would get it really close, and I would like have just, like, a tap-in par, but all of my, like, 8 to 12 footers, like, none oh, of them crap. went in. Yeah, so it was, like, I was That's... putting well, but not great. It was kind of frustrating, but... Yeah, I had that, a couple birdie putts that I just I should have made. I, I I hear you. Um yeah. And 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 it's frustrating. Um 
were these birdie putts you're saying like eight to eight to ten eight to twelve feet yeah I, like yeah. so you, yeah school- you feel like you can make the that's not that long when you're standing right in front of the hole you're like no this, this is not that far away now granted there were a couple that i put really tight there were a ton of so it was early morning so there was a lot and it rained all the night before so there was a lot of water and dew on the greens yeah and all the trees on the course are like pine trees so it's, there's a bunch of pine needles all over the green so when it's wet it's hard to get them like all out of the way especially on like the longer putts yeah so it, it was i don't know i wasn't really upset with how i played other than 18 i, I thought I, I played pretty well no dude you absolutely did or I scored well considering how I was hitting the ball off the tee, I guess is kind of more what I'm saying, but right. it was a awesome course. Like you should, if you come up here at some point, I'll, that's one of the courses I'll take you to. Yeah, man. I'm into it. Cause it was very nice and it was 40 bucks to play on a Saturday morning. Yeah. Those are the, those are the prices I'm looking for. So yeah. what is your handicap at now? 6.6. Jesus Christ guys. Yeah. It- I was at a six, eight before the weekend and then after saturday it dropped to a six seven then on, after sunday it dropped to a six six <laughs> jesus i'm a 12 i'm a 12 and a half so all right well the oh. shamble doesn't help man you can't it sucks you can't log that because you were playing well, well. It's, it's yeah it's super unfortunate because i i played very very well but it, it is what it is like i'm not gonna get yeah. upset that i couldn't log some rounds in october i, I i'm gonna get to log a round at a great course this this weekend um, Hell yeah. I, I, I mean, honestly, dude, if I shoot bogey golf, I'm going to be pleased. Oh yeah. Dude. Anytime you go at to a, a, at a, at a, a private country club like this, I mean, it's probably difficult going to be windy. lightning. It, yeah, it's got, it, it's on the Hudson river. You know, it's going to be windy. Um, yeah. it's the temperatures are uh, supposed to be like in the low sixties. So gonna be a little bit brisk um yeah with not the, bad. Like, if it's not windy that's fine but if it's windy at that it, it's a little cold yeah um but dude I'm, I'm looking forward to it i can't wait to talk about it. i hope i have some good photos and footage to share from it um oh i'm, I'm just super excited to play it this is it's like one of those bucket list courses like, like you're, oh, you're not absolutely you're i mean you're not gonna get out there unless you have an in well, yeah, I mean, like, what's the nicest course you've played to this point in your life? And I, like, mean, I don't care what prob- it is. This is probably going to be the nicest yeah, one. I, you know? The nicest would probably be Lake of Isles for me. Okay. Um, I haven't played, I played there. I've played the North nice. and the South course. I mean, through uh, through tournaments. Um, it And it, that also is a public golf course, which says a ton about um, true and golf and the, the golf courses that they have. Um, but yeah, Lake yeah. Miles is probably the nicest in terms of like the entire facility, the golf courses, the greens. But yeah, yeah, it, it would have yeah. to be Lake Miles for me. But yeah. this, I, I think could probably top it. Um, Definitely, just the private club atmosphere. I think will push yeah. it over the edge. You know, like yeah. that's like that makes things a lot different because that's like Lake of Isles. I mean, I know I haven't played there, but like everybody in Connecticut wants to go play there. So like, if you're playing on a weekend, like a Saturday, Sunday, it's going to be really crowded. Like you're going to, you're going to Hudson national in October. 
there's gonna be nobody there dude oh yeah that's the that's the other thing it's not gonna be a, a super long round of golf but i mean how cool is it gonna be that like i can walk in the same clubhouse that like and locker room that like Derek Jeter and Michael Strahan like belong to. And like, I could just fart right in their locker room <laughs> area and just like, I can leave and be like, yo, it wasn't me. <laughs> and I love Jeter and Strahan, but like, I, I could just go up into some private ass, fancy ass locker room. And just <laughs> I'm out. Are there any notable members at Hudson national that you're aware of? Um, let me do a quick Google search. Yeah. How would you say Lake of Isles compares to Newport National, like uh, golf course quality wise? The the carp, the fairways are just like carpet at at Lake mm. of Isles. Like it just every see that's how I feel ins- about Newport National though. No, but I, like every piece of it just feels like did someone just fix this? Yeah, like not a single blade of grass out of place. Kind of yeah, yeah, like it really felt like that. Um, Oh, come on. Give me a little. Isn't Lake of Isles where your uh, cousin took a piss on the tee box? Shit on Or your friend? Oh, a shit on the tee box. I was going to say, I was like, why, why was that such a big deal? A piss on the tee box doesn't seem that extreme. Yep. No, no, no. It was a poopy. Uh, but it was it was an explosion. It, it had to happen. Um, I'm not. It's not giving me notable, notable players. No, it's all right. Uh, well, if you see anybody famous, members. let me know. Take a picture of them. And oh, yeah. Off the membership. You know it, buddy. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Well, until next week, I'm Kevin O'Coin. And I'm Brian Ackley. This has been Life in the Rough, the podcast. We'll catch you guys next week. See you. Woo!